0: Hey, hey, welcome to the inaugural episode of Koro's Companion Podcast. I am Koro Colton Robertson. I am, uh, excited to start this podcast. It's, uh, it's gonna be fun. This, uh, it's gonna be us just sitting, it's gonna be me sitting down talking with a companion every week about a movie. And we are just going to dive into it. And we're gonna really talk about it. Sometimes we're gonna have some commentaries where we play the movie and talk about it as it's happening. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. The, uh, the original idea of this podcast and the idea of this podcast when the Iron Man episodes were recorded was that we were going to be just a Marvel podcast. So you will be hearing about Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Iron Man 3 in simply the context of Marvel and not just really about how great of a movie in general they are. But uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's going to be great anyway. I had a great conversation with none other than my guy, Car- Kyler Barnett. Uh, so I hope you really enjoy it, and I hope you enjoy next week, a week after, and a week after, and just keep coming back for more, because it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited.
1: Enjoy. This is where the fun begins.
0: I am like man.
1: It'll be energy, Luminous mm-hmm. beings, though. Nothing is Right here. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides. Why can't we be out in the open? Why aren't we in a square right now? Why aren't we talking to people, Let them know? Item 9 exists. Get it out. Shout out the rooftops. This is great. This is the bee's knees, Item 9. Welcome.
0: This is. Koro's Companion Podcast. This will be the third episode of it. First one I'm ever recording though. (laughs) Joined here by uh Kyler Barnett.
1: How's it going, guys?
0: Resident expert on Iron Man.
1: Uh, You could I guess we could call it that.
0: (laughs) Well, either way, you just said he's your favorite. I'm gonna trust you there. I'm gonna trust you with what you know about what you know about Iron Man. Uh Basically, as you've seen in the last couple episodes, we started with uh, Captain America's first Avenger, then we went to Captain Marvel. We're doing this in order of the timeline. Oh, okay. Not in order of what the movies came out. Yeah, Yeah, so since Captain America was 1942, Marvel was 95 or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, so this brings us to the modern timeline, Mm -hmm. officially. And uh, I'm really excited to talk about it, because Iron Man is... Obviously, the guy yeah, in the well, MCU.
1: Like I said, to kind of preface this, I'm that's like I'm a homer for Iron Man, like 100. Yeah. Like my opinions on him are so biased, probably that this might be unbearable to listen to for some people. But I'm a, I'm gonna try to dog on him if I can, if I get an opportunity <laughs> to make it a little more uh, fair. But
0: and and if there's an opportunity to dog on him, it's in this movie. Like, yeah, I like, yeah, I would absolutely. agree. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, this movie was directed by Jon Favreau which he plays happy right. in the, in the Marvel Love universe. Him. Love, him. Love John Favreau. Yeah. This man is a talented dude. He yep. wrote I mean he's written well, tons of shit. it's crazy
1: because I've seen him in a lot of I've seen him in a lot of movies and I didn't really know he got into the filmmaking side and then oh, yeah. like when I finally started getting the MCU and stuff which was a little later beyond like when the movies came out mm-hmm. but I figured out, you know, he directed 1 and 2 and then like he uh he He's a big Jeff. part of writing for he did yeah. Jeff. I love that movie. Yeah. I'm big into cooking too, so that's a
0: little tangent. <laughs> yeah. Well, no problem. Anytime you have a tangent, go off on it. Did I don't Lion care. King too.
1: Exactly. That was crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean he he also he wrote the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian yeah, I uh, saw that. Yeah. I, to be honest, if Marvel and Star Wars went around where Jon Favreau was like one of their head directors yeah, yeah. of like creativity, I would 100% be.
1: Well, I mean, I think he's he's obviously pretty well regarded, like especially by Disney in general. Mm-hmm. Which obviously, when you have a catalog of Star Wars, Marvel, and Disney's everything gonna else fucking under the love sun, you. yeah. Like you've got a pretty good selection. Like if he wants to do something, he'll have. He's got
0: opportunities. Absolutely. And uh, another fun fact that I didn't know about this movie is that the uh, music was done by Ramin Djawadi, who was the guy who did all of the soundtracks every season for Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah, which oh, wow. I, I, until I was literally just looking just it up this. before yeah, right. the episode started, I didn't realize that he was the one who did the score, and I thought that was really cool because I loved the music in Game of Thrones, That's and great. I loved the music yeah, in Iron Man. Yeah. So it makes sense that like I would have right. loved it. All right. First... I'm going to give us a, a pretty in-depth synopsis. Yeah. Any point, you have anything to say, jump in, let me know. So, a billionaire industrialist and genius inventor Tony Stark, played by Robert Downey Jr., is condu- is uh, conducting weapons tests overseas. But terrorists kidnap him to force him to build a devastating weapon. Instead, he builds an armored suit with the help of fellow captured scientist Jensen. Ho, Jensen. Yeah and up, and upends his captors. Jensen sacrifices his life for Stark and makes it out. Returning to America, Stark refines the suit and uses it to combine crime and terrorism. The breaking port for him came when he learned his weapons were used on an attack in Glimeria, the home of Jensen. He suits up and takes down the Ten Rings that, the Ten Rings, the, the ransack of the, the ransack of the city. The only reason these weapons were there is because his father and his own longtime business partner Obadiah has been dealing weapons under the table. His father didn't. Obadiah did. He also set a hit on Tony, which is why he was kidnapped in the first place. Obadiah breaks into Tony's place and paralyzes him temporarily, the way he did the leader of the Ten Rings earlier in the movie. He steals the power core, keeping Tony alive, and leaves him to die so that he can build a suit of his own. They battle in their suits, and ultimately, Tony prevails.
1: Right. Um, one thing, so one of the things you said we wanted to talk about was the, uh, how I felt about Tony before, kind of yeah. everything, like at the beginning.
0: Beginning of the movie, Tony Stark. So,
1: like I said, again, I'm extremely biased to Tony, like, he's my favorite, he's kind of what kept me in the MCU, like, For sure. I was really late into the game, like, I didn't even start liking this stuff until junior year of high school, and I'm a freshman in college, Yeah. so it was like, a lot of this was out, like, everything was kind of out. And I kind of was just like looking for a movie to hook me in, I guess. Mm-hmm. And nothing really, it didn't kind of. It just kind of all went over my went head, at head first. Yeah, I get like, you. Especially when it was coming out, like I'd gotcha, go to a movie sure. and I'd see one, and I'd just be like, eh, you know. yeah, I, like but I didn't keep up with it. I didn't exactly. Know anything. And then I kind of started watching it, and the Iron Man, like Tony, just really like clicked with me. Tony's so a to great preface, character. Like, his charisma and arrogance, I know that's probably really divisive for a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Like some people would just be like, Oh, he's an asshole. Like, he is an like, asshole. Fuck that guy. But, but like
0: what the things that make him an asshole also make him lovable as yeah, fuck.
1: Well, I, I, I love it. Like I love it. I like, think yeah. that's my personality kind of thing. Like Yeah. It, it I'm a is. very like I'm a very outgoing, talkative guy and like I do things a mile a minute. Like I'm just super mm-hmm. rapid, like
0: absolutely. borderline,
1: chaotic sometimes <laughs> and like That is exactly like that clicked with me, like seeing Tony. That's exactly what Tony's like. like. Immediately was like, "Oh, dang! Like I can, I can resonate with this guy." Mm -hmm. And I just love the attitude, like. Because if you think about it, so often superheroes are the Captain America type. Like you got to be this big noble, like oh selfless, and... I'm here to save the day. Like, yeah, like Tony just like, hey man, let's get this like, over like with. bro, like,
0: I'm trying to save people and do it looking fly as fuck. Yeah, like, like, hey,
1: man, I gotta go. Like I got a casino Monte Carlo. Like, yeah, like can we get this shit on the road? Let's yeah, just go. and
0: his his type of character is definitely more exciting than a Captain America type character. Well, yeah,
1: and it's just the humor is. It's more relatable, I guess you could say, for sure. Because, like in Captain America, keep like especially the first one. That movie comes out in you know, well, not comes out, but the movie takes place in forty five or forty yeah. whatever. So, you know, the humor is a little like you can get it, you can figure yeah. it out. But I mean, like there, that's it's not, it's all history. That's not you. that's not the most like easy way to get a laugh out of us. And Absolutely. I think with that, like that kind of humor, like especially with this generation, like that kind of. Like, arrogance and stuff, that's what like that's, that's something that clicks with us, yeah. you know? So, I think the humor is easily, like, more easy there, and I don't know. I, I personally like it. I know that's divisive for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people don't like their heroes to be assholes. But I think, to a degree, you kind of got to start somewhere. Especially when you see, I mean, obviously, everything's out now with Iron Man. Like, Absolutely. Uh, his arc is finished, so, I mean, we'll get onto that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, you know... In order, you got to start somewhere for an arc, and I think it's a great place. With him. Yeah,
0: and even in this place, I mean, pre kidnapping Tony Stark, he's definitely he's he's, he's quite a dick. He's, he's, kind he's of not a he's not a great yeah, person no, agreed, at all. Agreed. And uh, but even so, at his core, I would still think that he would have been willing to put others' lives ahead right, of his right. when and, it came down to it. Yeah,
1: him. yeah. Well, I just think he didn't it wasn't until the cave where he really was put in that scenario exactly and i mean i just think there's there's a certain level to it like where he was just a matter of oh the time and the place was there and he was like yeah it's kind of it realized and oh here's one of those things i want to talk about i just remember um go for it um you said something, you sent me the, in the notes we kind of wanted to talk about. You wanted to talk about people you felt like had a like big role in like changing time. Oh, Jensen. And, and yeah, Jensen's the most prime example, like immediate, it's the first kind of thing we see. But one thing I wanted to talk about that I feel like kind of flies under the radar is I feel like somebody that kind of has an impact too are the people he was in the Humvee with. Absolutely. I, I think I think people immediately jump to Jensen, which rightfully so. I mean, Jensen yeah. ha- is the most profound <laughs> effect in that his sense, his but,
0: dying words right, were literally, right. don't waste this. Yeah, like, I'm right. giving and, my and life for you. And that's something
1: that you see all the way up until the end of his art. I mean, you see that, him kind of living that out uh, all the sure. way up through Endgame. All the way. But um, I think the people in the Humvee kind of had an effect. Like, that fear he had when they were getting out to go, you know, there's gunshots coming, the missiles are coming, and these people are just getting out, and they're like, stay in and the car. And getting shot down. And yeah, he just watches them die right in front of him. I yeah. think that was something that had an effect. Like that was something oh, that, like, he definitely was like thinking about because he was just joshing with them, like yanking their chain or yeah. something. Like, no peace. I nah, throw it up. I don't you know, like, <laughs> is just, is just that give that him a no hard piece, time. Huh? He's like, can I have a picture? And he's like, no. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah come like, on, okay, get in here. But, <laughs> and, you know, I think there's a part of them, like him seeing those people. That's another thing. Is he makes weapons for these people? Like mm-hmm. he puts the bullets essentially in their guns. Yeah, exactly. And He watched them die, and so now he's like. Um, like I'm not. I can't do anymore. this. Yeah. yeah. So I think between Yinsen and then the military people, those are the two like immediate, like especially with what happens in the cave and stuff. Those are the two immediate like people that I think have the effects. Uh, obviously, you get down the road and Pepper and Happy. You know, he gets his whole Iron Fam and stuff. You know, absolutely and that helps too. But the things that. But get those started, were the first. Yeah, those were the started. first things. Right. Exactly.
0: Those things happen. Iron Man's not as likely to happen. Right. Uh what were some of your uh, favorite moments in this movie?
1: Oh man. Uh, the cave scene, I mean I know that's obvious. Really? I mean, the like, whole the whole cave scene The whole breaking out is sequence. Absolutely fantastic. I, because I think one of the things that I like so much about it is it's almost like you're watching a horror movie for a second. Like oh, those, yeah. cuz it's dark and you know you see these terrorists like they're scared. Like mm-hmm. they don't know what's coming. And, I mean, you see it again later in the movie, kind of when Obadiah gets his suit, and it's yeah, dark, and all and of a sudden huge. that light, you get the arc reactor light, <sighs> yeah. yeah and then it's like, oh, shit. Oh, like, shit.
0: Like, this is It's super cool. But I
1: love I love that it balances, like, he's OP as hell. Like, he ain't getting oh, shot. Like, but at the same time, he's so clumsy with it. He is. I and love it, like, like he because he doesn't know. He's just he he hasn't learned this. Like he's just absolutely doing, he's doing the most Tony Stark thing imaginable, and just flying on the seat of his pants. like, just let's just make it up as I go along. And
0: like one thing that is Tony Stark's like it's one of his greatest powers and his greatest weakness is his arrogance. Yeah, because he will go into anything oh, literally yeah. because he thinks he's, he can make it he, out alive. Right, right. right. And sometimes that's like you can't make anyway, it out of everything alive, of like, bro.
1: I going to chill for a second. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it's he's it's the perfect balance because he's this guy that like the whole first half or not first half, but leading up to that point in the movie, you, he's painted as oh he can do no well not necessarily do no wrong, but like he's got an answer for everything. You Absolutely, know? he has a solution. He can fix whatever. Like it doesn't matter. He's got the money, the knowledge, the whatever, and the attitude. Definitely, for more, sure, first and foremost. But this kind of, like, brings him down a little, like, humbles him almost. For sure, yeah. Well, maybe not in his eyes, but in the audience's eyes, you're seeing him, and he's just looking like a total goofball in this suit. Like, he's mm-hmm. kicking ass, but at the same time, he punches, and he gets stuck in the wall. Yeah, and like, like,
0: what he knows is that he has an opportunity here, yeah. and he needs to refine it. Right. Like, he needs to get better at what right. this is, because this could be something. Right. And it's Iron Well, know. and
1: then I love that even though, like he's literally just getting lit up. Like, out. Oh, so once God. he gets out, and then he's still just like, my turn. It's like, yeah. dude, how are you going to be cocky? He's just taking bullets, like, <laughs> this whole time. He turns on the flamethrowers. And then, <laughs> so then, you're still like, Favreau does a great job of playing this like, back and forth of like, does he have this shit or not? Like, has he got his shit together or not? Because he goes and he's kicking ass, and then he gets stuck in the wall. And it's like, oh, come on, man. Like, get he got to get out of here. Yeah, and sure. then he starts flying off, and then his whole suit just like, explode like basically just breaks apart and he just and that scream he does when he's Mm -hmm. falling it just it kills me every time because like for the guy that like you you he can't do no wrong like he's just got all that shit and then he's just so goofy and stuff at the same time
0: another one of my favorite parts of this movie is his first real flight as iron man Dude, I love that's, that sequence. It's
1: so, like, I, for lack of a better term, like, it's just cute as hell. Oh, yeah. He's like, it, when, he, when he's, like, he comes around through the, his little, like, uh, his, like, down to his garage, you know, it's all curved Absol- and like, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. and he just <laughs> he takes off, and he that little scream he does, yeah. oh, I love it. Another scene I like, which is, I think, the first flying scene, when he uh, he takes off, and then he gets up, and he gets iced.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Like, one of my favorite scenes in the movie, just, like, a little teeny one that I just, like, it hits with me because it just kind of reminds me, like, everybody's got a little kid in them, you know? Yeah. And when he's, he gets iced and then he's falling, and he's freaking out, and he, like, he's like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. He pulls it, and he pulls up, at, like, the very, like, just right before the street, and that scream he does when yeah. he like, gets it. He's like, Oh, no. it's just—it's like one of my favorite. Because it just—it's the little beats like that that just kind of make you. That can be the difference between really like grasping and connecting with a character versus mm-hmm. not. Absolutely. Like, there's not a moment with like Captain America. Like I love all the movies. Like I'm not. Like, I don't really have much bad to say about any movie really. Yeah. But like Captain America is just not one of the characters that really just clicks with me. Like he's just there's I he's feel hard like there's res- kind of just a gap with me and him. Mm-hmm. And like I like his movies. I like him as a character. I think you have to have. Him. I mean. (laughs) But, like, he just doesn't do it for me the way Tony does necessarily. And, like, it's moments like that with Tony that kind of separate. Like, there's that disjoint with other Mm -hmm. characters that I have versus with Tony. Like, just the little moments like that that just kind of take it above and beyond.
0: For sure. Uh, Another one of my uh, favorite moments in this movie is when he uh, gets back after being kidnapped. And, like, when Rhodey is, like... uh, Brody's like, all right. Next time you're in my humvee, okay. And the humdrum V, yeah, and the yeah. fun V. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> cracks me up. He was so confident being in the fun V, and then mm-hmm. that's the one that gets clapped. Like, but oh, then uh,
0: he also gets back, and he immediately they're all like, "Let's get you to a hospital." He's like, "No, nah, I want a cheeseburger."
1: Well, okay. So this is something cool I did not know about until I read it in an article like two years ago, and it's one of my favorite facts to tell like people if they don't know. Um... So he asked for a cheeseburger, and he ends up with a Burger King. Like He ends up with a Whopper, if you yeah. notice that. So Robert Downey Jr. said that he picked what burger it was going to be, and he picked Burger King because, obviously, Robert Downey, if you know the backstory of him as an actor, he had the struggles with drugs and addiction yeah, yeah, and stuff. for sure. And he, was, he was in some bad places. And, honestly, between Sherlock and this, this is kind of, like, what got him out. Like kinda oh, kinda for sure. Him. Like, this was his kind of redemption rebound. and people now like for me getting into it i'm like oh rdj like that's iron Man. he's like, been that's he, a sure thing he's that's been good sure for 10 thing. years yeah. but in 2008 that that's, was that was a risk mm-hmm. and, but the thing is the movies were a risk too so you couldn't get like a huge actor like people and, forget that this was a super big thing like this
0: absolutely was- and tony stark was robert downey yeah, jr right right like oh, that's
1: that's the thing i love It's like seeing robert downey jr on social media it's like the same person oh they grow like they, they grow they, as
0: yeah as a character and as an actor together yeah, and i yeah. love it
1: and but the so the story is is he picked burger king because when he kind of snapped out of his little like spell like he was really like ready to commit to going to rehab getting you know getting clean taking yeah. care of himself yeah um he was in a Burger King at like late at night and he ordered a burger and he like took it apart to like put some stuff on it and he said he just sat there and like froze and he looked at it and he's like, oh my God, this was so fucking disgusting. Like I got to fix my life. It was literally a whopper that was like his aha, like come to Jesus moment. Like I better get my shit together and which is kind of funny that because is, if you think about it, like whenever product placements in movies, like most restaurants are like, oh I bet absolutely like, this is great like yeah sure sure of course we'll pay whatever and this, like, was, this and was this was like this is what made me realize that i should be sober and it was like your burger was so shitty it was like i <laughs> gotta get off drugs like, that's that's what Man, your product this whopper was. is
0: so bad that i have gotta stop doing like, cocaine <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like but i love that story because it's just it's like such a little teeny thing but like it really kind of does tie together like you said like Robert and Tony are like their arcs aren't that different, and when you think about it, like and in the comics, obviously Iron Man Tony he struggles with addiction, you know, like absolutely stuff, Mm -hmm. and that's not a super huge beat in these movies. Yeah,
0: I would have kind of liked to see see, it, but and I
1: think you see it most of anywhere in Iron Man Two to a degree. Iron Man, yeah, we'll get to that. It's subtle, but yeah.
0: But uh, uh, what I also like about this movie is like what became the callbacks. To yes. this movie, yes. like uh, the the cheeseburger thing, like at the end of End Game, when Happy takes his daughter, it's he's like, "Let's go get a burger." Oh, uh, okay. that shit that, that tore me were, up.
1: And that's why I got I get so mad at myself when I think about how I was so late getting into all of this because it could it's have been. There is no other. There are no other movies that you can go out and watch that do world building and like keeping in the same universe like building in a universe that's believable like
0: oh absolutely it,
1: nobody does it better and no it's way. so rewarding to be a fan of these movies if you're a, like if a you real really get f- into yeah. it it's the most rewarding thing because they pay so many things off from so many different so movies so many different movies and, and, and just if you weren't into it it's like like I would go see the movies before I really got interested like I went and saw Age of Ultron with a girl back a long time ago i think i was in eighth grade when it happened when yeah it was like 2015 yeah, yeah it was like i was going into my freshman year and i went and saw it and i was like i didn't i didn't even know what you didn't was even on. know what I'm was like, happening yeah. yeah yeah whatever it didn't do anything to yeah me. and then i got into it and it's like gosh you I, get
0: back around to it and you're yeah, like wow yeah, this was yeah, actually yeah. a very like, important movie all the
1: movie. callbacks and like everything it's just like so deep in like there's so Intricate. much there yeah it's to, but it's crazy to me that it all started in this movie, and I feel like they set so many things up from the gate. They bet on themselves, like we, like I said, kind of just a couple minutes ago, is like these movies weren't a sure thing at the time. Like if Absolutely. you're just getting into Marvel, like you're thinking, oh, this is the like MCU, these movies like, will make these are, hundred. These yeah, will make hundreds of millions easy. of dollars. Every like time. they just do this because it's easy, dude. Like. Iron Man, when this stuff started, was not a sure thing. Mm-hmm. Especially when you think about the stretch that comic book, comic book movies that just came out of. Yeah, like, like you just had the Dark Knights, kind of in it, like it's right in the mix, right there. Cause yeah, what, the cause first I th- one. I think the Dark Knight Rises came out before Iron Man. I think.
0: Sorry, that was my dog. Oh, We're that's good. good.
1: Um, and then Dark Knight came out like the well, same year yeah, as same Iron year, Man, right? Yeah. But if you think about the couple years preceding, like you have the Fantastic Four movies, and it's Ugh. like. Like, the X Men oh. wasn't at its best at the uh okay, I, they yeah, did pretty X, good X two and all that so yeah I guess you do it was kind of on the way down I guess though maybe you could say like it's it's in its it was in a weird state I it know.
0: was it was for sure and and that's it's weird to talk about because I I remember. Uh, I remember hearing about how Iron Man definitely wasn't a sure thing but it's no. it's interesting because Spider-Man had already been yeah. pretty well accomplished yeah, it's, X-Men had already
1: been pretty well yeah, accomplished it's, and it's it's Spider-Man Iron Man the Batman trilogy had just started but I feel like the ones that stick out most to me like you've got your Catwoman yeah. you got your Daredevil with uh, Ben Affleck yeah and you like got you've your got, Fantastic you've got Four you got your Fantastic Fours, and it's like man like they, there were some God, it was misses so iffy because it was either like you were it, you were the hottest thing out, mm-hmm. or you were like, "Oh my word!" Like,
0: Absolutely, winning
1: Razzies for worst film of the year, like that kind of stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh another another little callback in Iron Man that I like, what becomes a comeback is the uh, proof that Tony Stark has a heart.
1: Oh my! That plate. That yeah, because well, you don't see it again. You see an Iron Man one. You see, and then, which it's almost weird because it almost has another callback in Iron Man one. Like Pepper just gives it to him as a gag kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and then all of a sudden it's the thing that keeps it, him alive. It, it's what he, it it, keeps it, him alive. Like yeah. that's what saves him. And then you wait literally like twenty two movies or something like twenty plus movies to for see him it to die one last time for him to die. And it's like, oh my gosh, like it kills me. It kills me that they are so aware Like they really have this shit down to a science Like I I can't teach. I can talk about it all day But the way that they can set this up Has never To this scale Has never been done And the crazy thing is I don't think they knew To this extent that it'd be this way oh no way there's no way when they were they were setting out feelers like we're gonna try to set some stuff up but like if this shit goes downhill then like what what are we gonna do we'll wrap up the story like yeah it's, it's over with but they were like we gotta bet on ourselves just a little bit because like if this shit works out oh man and i mean lo and behold it obviously did
0: uh how do you feel about uh obadiah as a villain In comparison to the rest of the MCU. Yeah,
1: so... It's tough because... I've... You kind of got to frame it in the context of things to a degree. Like, this is the first one. You can't go very big. Yeah, you you can't go too big. You can't, like, make it super intricate. Like, this is a weird... It's a weird... It sucks because... They didn't. They couldn't take as many risks as they necessarily wanted to. Probably. Yeah. Well, especially when you're trying to start what it ended up being. For like, sure. You kind of got to play it safe a little bit. Absolutely. So it's Iron Man's a really by the book kind of comic book movie formula. Like, For sure. You know, you've got. I mean, and they all are. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. But this one especially, and I think if you're gonna do it, you got to have a really good like somebody who's playing it really well. And I think Jeff Bridges plays an over-the-top villain, oh, like, perfectly. Perfect. Like, you couldn't have done it. You couldn't have casted it better. Absolutely. Because you kind of just needed some over-the-top, like, just just a villain just to, like, take it. And I think Bridges plays a villain perfectly.
0: He like, built it in a cave. Yeah, like,
1: that. With of, a box of scraps. And I love that. Like, I love the contrast between Tony and Obadiah. Mm-hmm. Like, Obadiah has, like, he tries to have that kind of, like, Swagger, like confidence Swagger, yeah. and stuff, but then he responds when it doesn't work out with just sheer anger, like mm-hmm. rage, and like that kind of like Tony, I'm willing to do anything to make it happen now. And Tony Tony's is too, he but didn't get like rage, rage. He just is like, nah, whatever, I'll just fix it. Like he's he'll like, figure it yeah, out. Like
0: but, that's he's confident that like if he can't figure this shit out he's now, gonna, he's, he's going gonna to sacri-
1: like he's not going to like bend on his more well his newfound morals, I should say. He's yeah. not going to bend on those. Which Obadiah is like i'm gonna kill tony stark yeah like, let's like, go.
0: <laughs> like i'm gonna kill what used to be my best friend's son like, yeah,
1: like he he's like he's the perfect because you kind of get a sense how this works out like it shakes out in a really cool way where you've got your superhero and your villain and it's also kind of you can see the tension like you see the way like especially like i think right from the get-go you kind of get like some like little subtle things it's like dude no, I don't this know. guy's like, not great like yeah. the way he talks about Tony when he goes up at the it's at the very beginning when he accepts the award for Tony's behalf yeah. mm-hmm. kind of that way he talks Like there's just an edge about him Yeah, and, and I, I think part of it is is Jeff Bridges just looks like it
0: like, Jeff Bridges uh, like especially in this role Jeff Bridges looks like a villain yeah, like he yeah. he looks evil like and that, that rightfully so and his name's Obadiah like yeah. there's no <laughs> way you're a good dude when your name's Obadiah <laughs> like that's just a rule that yeah, is a villain's it, name
1: yeah. no fair enough
0: and uh what I do like about it, though, about him as the villain, is that uh, making Obadiah the villain makes it like a personal, personal right, right story. It, it's yeah. not like there was some big threat from out there that yeah. he just had well, to and defeat.
1: That's like, like I said, like that's kind of the whole. You got to play it somewhat mm-hmm. safe to make sure because if you go too far, too fast, you're not going to get it off the ground. Like that, the goal of this movie is to get the MCU off the ground, like get it up and running. So, in order to do that, like, you've got to have really calculated risks. Yeah. Like, okay, we can take this one, this one, this one, but then on some of it, we got to scale back a little and For just sure. kind of keep it, like... Because mm-hmm. they're probably trying to build a big... They were trying to build an audience at the same time. Absolutely. Like, if you go too big and you just hone in on just, like, the specific people that are, like, really in-depth understanding of these, like, comics and For everything, sure. you're going to... You're not going to build up that ma- massive audience you need. Like, sometimes it's better... When you're trying to build this, like, you just got to get enough people to start and then let them hone themselves in and create bigger, more in-depth Bigger, 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 the, yeah. It, yeah. But I think Obadiah, I think he's fine. He's not going to be, like, top of the list, like, for me anyway. Yeah, he's middle but, ground. But, but I, I love I love how they play it, the contrast. Like, he's the corporate bad guy. He will do anything. And I think that's one of the things is, like, the first movie has a lot to do with Stark Industries, Oh, the absolutely. business side of it. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, in Iron Man two, you get more into just it's an Iron Man movie. But this one, you've got to kind of world build. You've got to build the, you paint the picture of characters, like, how this everything. Happens. Pepper, so, Happy, the business Rhodey. side. Like, you see him, be, like you see him as the corrupt businessman, and then he takes it to the extreme to like really make sure he gets what he wants. And I think, I think that's fine. <laughs> I think, I think that's a good story. I think it's a good way to get it off the ground.
0: And what I like about the Iron Man movies is that a central theme to all of them is uh, Tony Stark versus himself. Right. And right. Obadiah is absolutely what Tony Stark could have become. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I like that that's, like, and that's
1: Again, immediately yeah. they're I like... I think they lean into that contrast and, like, that, like, sort of, that kind of, like, oh, it's just one little misstep this way Tony could have... Because you see it, you see them start to separate. Like, they kind of start almost here together yeah, and then in they, a line. They, uh, and then... The cave happens, and Obadiah goes one way. Like, Absolutely. let's keep it. And then Tony's like, nah, like, we ain't doing that shit no more. Absolutely. And I, I love that they build that parallel, or not parallel, but, like, they contrast those two so well.
0: They really do. And uh, uh, where do you think this uh, ranks amongst all the movies?
1: See, this is where it gets tough for me because, like I said, Iron Man is like, that was what really made me wanna like get mm-hmm. into this stuff like hardcore. For like, sure. Look up like following all the accounts on Twitter, and yeah. Film, yeah, yeah. Like, that stuff. That this Get is, into all the lore. I mean, where are we at? What are we at? Twenty 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 four. Twenty four. Spider Man was But I'm
0: not doing right? uh, incredible Hulk, so
1: Okay. So twenty
0: three?
1: Mm-hmm. It's gotta be top half. I mean I can start by saying that. It's gotta be top half for me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's my list. It's my personal. List. Yeah, you go. You you, so, you do what you want. It's got to be. It's it might be and, top five for me. And mm. I get that. I so absolutely I say, get that. It's because when I'm talking about it, I want to say that. But if we started talking about other movies, and I'd be like, Oh, uh, maybe it's like, not yeah, top maybe. five. And that's how I was. I'll say top ten for sure. It's okay. got to be top All ten right. in mine. See, maybe sneaks into the top five.
0: And the only reason. That I would have held it higher than I did is because it's the first, yeah. first one, yeah, the content, and like that's bit like that's that's I think, huge. And I in think itself. for a
1: lot of people, that's kind of how this ranking goes. Like, I think a lot of people probably overinflate Iron Man just because of what it meant mm-hmm. at the time. Absolutely. Because if I had seen it, and, and if I had seen it in two thousand eight. Like, when it came out, if I, and I'm eight years old, oh, it'd be over. That'd be my number one, oh, yeah. hands down. Yeah. <laughs> like, what that movie would have meant to me back then, it would have been number one. Like, there's no doubt in my mind.
0: Absolutely. I. Uh, but I, I went through, and I, I re-watched all the movies in order of how I'm going to do this, and I ranked them as I watched them. Had to move some stuff around, but I'm finally comfortable with the ranking that I'm at. And on it, I have Iron Man at 12th.
1: That's cheap, but that's, like, a, that's top half. I mean, that's, it, it, well, it is, it's, it's actually, like It's right at it, yeah. And I think, I think for an unbiased ranking, that's, like, perfect. Like, if I didn't love Iron Man as much as I do, that's probably where he'd be for me. Yeah. He'd be in that area.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard to explain, too, because with these earlier movies in the MCU, the villains and everything seem so much more personal. Yeah. But they're smaller. Yeah. So it's, like. There is a balance there. Like it does make it there a really, is no really Avengers good movie. Threat yeah. At the time. Exactly. Like, which is
1: what you get into later on, because that's where I think sometimes with MCU, it's almost like if you think about it for just a split second, you can almost like kind of ruin—not ruin a movie, but like in some of the solo movies where like Spider-Man's taking on Mysterio, this dude who's like a god, basically, almost <laughs> like the the shit he's got. Yeah. And it's like, bro, where is like. Where is Where everybody, is everybody? At? Like, yeah. you can make this kid take him on his own? <laughs> and it's like, I think you get that. But, like, at these movies, there is none of that. Exactly. Like, it's just Tony. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, who, uh,
0: who the fuck else is going to yeah, be here? going to help
1: him? Like, so I think that's, I think that's what's kind of interesting about those movies is you get that. Like, it's getting off the ground. So it's literally, there is no <laughs> believing that anybody else could come and just help out. Like, it's really just Tony at this point. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, oh, damn, he got to do this shit on his own. Like, yeah put the team on my back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and he, I've been on a on the other podcast that I do, the Penny Bloom podcast, I mm-hmm. talk a lot about how a movie is only really as good as its villain. Yeah. And what the MCU does really well is they always have a pretty compelling yeah. villain.
1: Well it's never like <laughs> there are few villains that in the MCU that I can think of that it's like it really detracts from the movie. Like it takes me out of it. There mm-hmm. there's not many villains villains that do that for me. Yeah. I mean obviously you've got your dark worlds where it's like you
0: know, See, and like, like yeah, Thor and whatever. if if there are movies mm-hmm. that are like that, it would be the Thor movies. Yeah.
1: But but they're, they're so few and far in between. Mm-hmm. They never are gonna put out like they're not ever gonna be a time where they're gonna put out too straight and it's like that. Exactly. Like, it's, they're gonna be so few and far in between that it's like everybody's bound for a crap or everything. Exactly. Like it's gonna happen. And <coughs> you know, I think when you're doing this, like, there's obvious, like, somebody's gotta be last. Exactly. And when everybody ranks it, there's gotta be a movie. There's gotta gotta be be the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think as long as you're keeping, like, as long as, can you still watch Dark World? Like, could you sit down... And oh, watch absolutely. It? Yeah, exactly. To me, if that's your worst movie, like, you can still sit there and, like, if you just object it, like, you don't really think about it. You just sit there and kind of mindlessly watch it, mm-hmm. and you enjoy it. To me, that's like, if that's your worst movie you put out in 24 straight movies... You're doing good. Yeah, so be it. Like, we can live with that. Like, yeah. Like, as fans, that's okay.
0: And, uh, lastly, what became pretty much the greatest callback in all of the all of the movies... <sighs> I am Iron Man.
1: I mean, it's literally, just when you think Tony's kind of like gathered himself and he's like, hey, I'm trying to do good. Like, I'm going to fix myself. Like, mm-hmm. just when you think he's got you convinced, like, oh, he's not as cocky anymore. He's kind of getting the shit. He's together. like, I'm
0: not the superhero type. Yeah, and,
1: and he's reading the cards and you're like, this is like, it, it almost feels wrong. But at the same time, in this, in the context of his arc, you're like. I can believe it. Like he's a, he's kinda of trying to become a noble guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to be a little more humble. Like yeah. you're like, okay. And then he does the most Tony Stark shit ever. He he pulls like a Leroy like, Jenkins He pulls like a me. Leroy Jenkins of like mic drops. Like he's like, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not a superhero. like I, that's, that's not me. Not me. That's, that's not, not who I, I, I would am. Never. And then he's like I am Iron Man. He's like, I'm about <laughs> to end this man's whole career. <laughs> I am Iron Man. <laughs>
0: then the movie just ends, and you're like, like oh, shit. It's,
1: but it's so, like, the timing of it, like, he says it, and then as soon as it ends, like, the words have just gotten out of his mouth. Movie ends. Yes, movie ends, credits, and then was the song. perfect. The song, you've got, um, shit, what, what's the song Iron, that plays? It's Iron, I Am Iron Man, right? Oh, like, yeah, it's, you're it's, right. Yeah, It's just, boom, just like that bass, and just the instant rock, like, I am Iron, Iron man. man. It's like, you can't draw it up any better. No. Like, that's one of those things where it wouldn't surprise me if they came out of the story and were like, yeah, that was the first line of the mo-. like we when we did this movie, we wrote That it, is what we, we like, built on. That was that was the end. Like, we started at the end, and that was it. We like, worked backwards. Like, there's no, like, that would not surprise me one bit if that was, like, the beat they said. Like,
0: God, it was so good.
1: Oh, it's just that, that, that alone should take a move, like. Without that line, that movie has to fall on people's rankings. Like oh, absolutely! Like that—that that line makes that movie that much better. I am
0: inevitable. Oh. And I
1: chill, am dude, Iron Man. He—he he oh. he was so like, it almost was so insane. How like that movie? I we can't even. I can't even go there. Like, I'm gonna get <laughs> not, off so long, but not right now. But but when he when Thanos snaps, you're like. I'm gonna kill Joe Russo. Like yo, like yo, if, if Paul, Thanos like, is gonna win he, again, he gonna go from half to a quarter. Like I'm about to whoop this man's ass. Like I swear to God. And then all of a sudden, you hear that snap, and it doesn't sound the same. You're like, it's like, pause. Ting. What, what the fuck? Just like, like there's ting. that split second where he snaps and it's just metal, and you're like,
0: oh like, shit. Your seat, like, oh,
1: shit. You're looking around like, y'all seeing this? Like, he lifts the, his hand. Like, and the shit's something forming. Nothing. And spl- there's he. Thanos turns his hand, and you're like. Oh, fuck, this man, this man is goaded. Well, okay, one thing I gotta say about it while we're here, one thing I see on, like, in my Discover, my Discover is strictly comics, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can relate to that, but, like, I click on one post and then it's just hours just scrolling, like, I'm 300 posts deep just looking at all this Marvel comic book stuff. But one of the things I see on there, which, obviously, take away the grain of salt, because some of the stuff on there isn't necessarily a good source for, like, good quality. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, new stuff. But anyway, one of the things it talks about is, like, it posts, like, it'll have, like, pictures of Tony, like, all throughout, like, his arc and stuff of, like, him learning from a mistake and then doing something, like... Directly do- yeah, to like, directly counter that. Showing, oh, I learned from that, let me do it different. Like, yeah. obviously, you have the icing. Like, that's just one... One small early example. example yeah. of, like... He learns, oh, he's icing. And then that's what he loves is because then Obadiah ices up. He doesn't. It's great. Mm -hmm. One thing he talks about is in Infinity War, all he tries to do, they all try to rip the glove off. Like, they want the glove itself. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work. So Tony's like, I'll get the stones. Not again. Like, never twice. Like, I'm going to just take the stones. Like, let's go. And I think that's like, Damn, this man is mad intuitive, like, he, like, th- and that's just like it's what he does. He <laughs> do really be thinking about this. He says tonight? it. He
0: says it later in Iron Man three, and we'll talk about it more later. He he tinkers. Mm-hmm. He says that he's like I, when I can't do anything, yeah. Yeah. I tinker. Yeah. Like I, I I fix my shit. I yeah. make it better, yeah. and like and that's exactly what yeah, his character that's, does.
1: That's, yeah, he's. It's crazy that that they play that. So it's there's just so many little subtle plot like devices and points in all of these movies especially I feel like in Iron Man I feel like I notice it more Mm -hmm. that's probably because I just did a way more in-depth watch of these movies than I have any of the other ones yeah but like I just feel like you'll analyze like four or five like main like little like plot streams and stuff and then you're like oh hold up there's another one and there's another it's like Holy shit! Like you're bouncing around, like you've got just millions of things flowing through my mind. Absolutely. There's just so many little beats that they do that, if you really pay attention, it can take your movie watching experience, and that goes for any movie, really. Absolutely. But especially for these movies, these like movies how interconnected are crucial. in the yeah. web. Like you have to give it a, like a good attention if you really want to like get the little subtle things because mm-hmm. those can be re- more rewarding than some of the big things. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, when you because. It's there's not a lot of better feelings like when you're watching these movies and like you see one little thing and you get and it. then it pays off and you're like, oh yo, yo. that
0: was the best and
1: then like you'll ask somebody else about it and they're like what are you
0: talking what are you talking about, about? <laughs> you're like <laughs> you like, like man okay, that was just for me that was just that was for me, me. Yeah, I, get I get it now all right yeah oh man well this has been an excellent episode I don't have much else to say about Iron Man if you don't
1: yeah I think I mean we touched a lot I feel pretty good
0: I feel very good about it uh I think we'll uh we'll end it like this. Iron Man, excellent movie. Excellent in the MCU. I mean, the MCU is always a great Great start. start. Impeccable start.
1: Yeah, you couldn't do much better to start
0: off. Uh, Well, Kyler, I'll see you again for Iron Man 2.
1: For sure. See you, bud.